What is up, Guardians? This is Cosmodrome Radio, broadcasting from here all the way to Fellwinter Peak that we can't climb anymore. It's fine, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. It doesn't even um, look the same. <laughs> it looks the same. No, it um, doesn't. No, it I swear to, I swear to Rasputin's non-existent testicles. It doesn't look the same. You swear Not to the traveler? Remotely. Anyway, um, this is Cosmodrome Radio, the podcast, talking about all things Destiny 2 and Bungie-related fun stuff. We are going to be diving straight into all the fun stuff, because this is our, our, our like end-of-the-year episode. This is our 22nd episode, and it's the end of the year for 2022. How ironic. Um, but that's pretty freaking dope. Uh, We're gonna- we got a lot. Uh, we got we got a lot of stuff to talk about. We're gonna go dive in. But before that, and you know what's even funnier? What toll? We start twenty twenty three on episode twenty twenty three. <laughs> I was just thinking that. <laughs> anyway, um, don't forget, folks, that you can listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, uh, uh, Pandora, freaking Amazon Music, and Audible. Everywhere you can listen to a podcast, you can listen to us. So make sure you listen to the show. And share it with your friends. Rate us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. All those great places. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Cosmodrome Radio, and you can um, freaking join the Discord. Join the Discord, hang out with the community, and like like talk to us and answer and, like and uh, submit questions every week because we like to make sure that the community is is part of the, the, the fun. Make Discord sure that your link is on the Twitter. Yes. <laughs> Twitter in the description of the podcast and the description of when it goes up on YouTube. Yes. So make sure that you do join the Discord. Um, my name is Pan of the Paladin. I am about to go off about some idiots in the community here in a little bit, but we're 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 gonna get through this. It's okay. Um, to my left, we have the person who uh, who just s- slept a good chunk of the day, and we're glad that we're we're, we're glad that, that they're here. And apparently, is super upset that that the, the mountain looks different, which I don't. Understand this? I, I I don't agree, but it's fine. Um, we have Chris. How you doing? I did not sleep a good chunk of the day. I slept like three hours. I spent I spent half the half my old jobs working day there because Adam needed the car, so I only got like two or three hours of sleep. But I was up for shit. I took an Uber home. I said bye. I was up for like seventeen hours or something like that. Change us. So. And then to my right, <laughs> we we have um the hooligan who has been very dedicated helping me grind for shotguns this week, and we'll be grinding after the show for shotguns. Because, I got mine uh, before him. I just want to like put that out there on record. <laughs> anyway, we will be grinding for Matador 64s after the show, which will be a fun time. But how I are also you doing? come with a fun fact. What? So, if you do get the dawning ornament for Xenophage, when you reload it and you see Omar, who is the the lore thing, uh, he's the ammo for Xenophage. He has a little Santa hat on. What? I completely forgot. Omar in the, Omar. Omar had when you get the dawning ornament, has a little Santa hat. What's so funny is he wouldn't even know this if I wouldn't have convinced him to buy the damn ornament in the first place. But anyway, um, we're, we're going to go ahead and dive in, in, into the stuff. 
because we are fresh off of this week's uh, seasonal content, and man, stuff just popped off. So, first we're talking about. What didn't you know? Oh, wait, hang on. Spoilers ahead. If you've not done the seasonal content, Toll, shut up. I'm not even there yet. Oh. Jeez. Matter of fact, since you want to, we'll, we'll do that first. We'll do that first. Like, 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 like you, like you, you cut me off, and then you do that before I can even say it. Rude as hell, hooligan ass. Anyway, oh, but God, yes. <laughs> Does not toll usually say that about you and me? Oh, I always say that. I think it's hilarious. Anyway, um. But yeah, spoilers ahead because I, I guess we'll talk about the seasonal content now because man, that shit pop off. So if you haven't been keeping up with all the family drama with the, with the Bray family this season, um, well, the Bray family with their next door neighbor Osiris, uh, <laughs> we we've been ramping up the the production of trying to get uh, Rasputin, the AI war mind, into into an exo body, and we're finally reaching a climax with that. We've had Clovis Bray trying to help us with everything we've had anna work, working diligently for multiple seasons in the background of the lower pages and fi- and elizabeth elizabeth finally shows up to help a little bit and finally this week they said hey you know we could always just scan fell winter's ghost uh for remnants of rasputin and i go so that's how you're gonna write yourself out of the whole Fel- Felwinter's corrupted by Siva thing? Is that how you're gonna write yourself out of that? The ghost has remnants of his code. Okay, okay, Bungie. I see I see what you did there. <laughs> it wasn't um, Fel- Felwinter wasn't corrupted by Siva. Yeah, he was. Was he? Felwinter is the first guardian you fight in 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 the end b- boss fight of Rise of Iron. He is the first goon you fight. It's, it literally says Felwinter above the bo- above the boss. But I mean, like that. Like, but you're making it sound like he was corrupted before he died. No, like 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 being corrupted by C- like technically he's not dead. Technically he's like just perpetually just stuck as a Ziva zombie. Like he like, like he's just there. Probably killed him. Well, we blew up the friggin'. Bunker, yeah, but like, yeah. So, Felwinter was corrupted and was just left there for so long when they locked the bunker. So, yeah, but nah. So, like, like that was kind of a, like a clever way to write themselves out of that plot hole. Like, oh, his ghost remnants are over here, which very clever, Bungie, very clever. So we go back to the, the Iron Temple, which I thought was so cool. Granted, all they did was sort of like open the door from the PvP arena, which was kind of clever. And then you go back over to Fel, the Fel Winter Peak and the, and the Iron Temple. Bungie, why can't we go in the Iron Temple anymore? <laughs> That's why I was upset. I don't like Fel Winter Peak being reshaped. Apparently, it was kind of sad, but like I just wanted to go in the Iron Temple real quick. <laughs> but apparently, we weren't allowed, which is bullshit. We're supposed to be Iron Lords. There's a lot yes, of why again. What? Valis Forge is in charge, and he is a very strict man. Again, he literally gave us a sword and christened us Iron Lords. Why aren't we allowed to go in the temple? Because Valis Forge said no. Apparently. <laughs> actually, um, actually, a lot yeah. of stuff in that area is different, which 
post-Red War makes sense, but still. Just... Right. <laughs> Though the Cabal just kind of, like, posted up that Fell Winter Peak felt kind of weird, I'm not going to lie. It feels wrong. Like, well, <laughs> it just feels well, very they was getting attacked, and Saladin was like, all right, cool, I have... <laughs> I have people that can do the... That He's like, I got Iron one. War Beast. I'm like, oh, do you now? He's like, he, He's got people to do stuff for him now. <laughs> it's very entertaining. Um, so we we log into everything in the Ghost, and we find out that Clovis Bray was going to double-cross us all along. Shocking! Dun, 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 dun. Who <laughs> have foreseen? This outcome. <laughs> it was so funny because, like, uh, like, 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 there's the whole thing where Clovis, like, 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 like gets found out, and Anna, like, straight up just has Icleo's hand kid to this man's head. <laughs> Elizabeth's like, bro, we need that body. You can't just shoot him. And she, and she's like, all right, bet, get back in your Pokeball. And I'm like, oh shit, here we go. And she just lets Rasputin loose on the Exo body. <laughs> it felt like some shit out of an anime. It was great. And Rasputin just straight deletes Clovis from the body, but keeps his vocal pattern. That way the voice actor gets more work. Love it. <laughs> I feel like this isn't the last we've seen of Clovis for this season. Oh, no. He's back in the big head. Like, he only put a copy of himself in the freaking thing. He's back in the big head. Well, no, I mean, like, the Clovis had so many hands in everything that they're using for Rasputin thus far. I have a feeling that there's there's still double crossing potential here. I feel like he's out of the exo body. I just feel like there's a good chance that like because of the darkness statue that's in the Deepstone crypt, there's a good chance that Clovis might go, "Hey, witness, one of the disciple, bro, 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 bro." And like now that he knows about the operation, that's a hell of a double cross right there that now he actually like wants to help out the witness. He's going to go, hey, look at all this knowledge I have. <laughs> well, you also have to remember um, Osiris might have talked about the city Neomuna to um, Clovis, right? Right. Because he's been trying to find it. And so Clovis would know stuff about that, right? A little Clovis, bit. Yeah. Being the smart guy would be no, no, no. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't. Never heard of it. I don't think that Clovis would be a good disciple only because of his double crossing potential. Right. Like he would not. He's not like Callus who said. He's not even like. I'm oh, sorry. I got out. Yeah. <laughs> He's not even like I mean, Hulk. Like. He, it's pretty clear if he gets any kind of power, he's gonna be like, "All right, deuces, thanks." I mean, like, I feel as if because the darkness influenced the creation of the Exos, I feel like if the witness gives him a good enough pitch, he might sign on. That's just my thought process, but we'll, we'll have to wait and see. We got like a few more weeks, but I gotta say, this is probably the, like when it comes to lore, this is probably the best season we've had for lore in a hot minute. Like, I think. Since season of the haunted, like 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 haunted was pretty good, but the gameplay loop wasn't as good. So like, I think in general, since like season of the lost, this has been the best lore and gameplay wise we've had. That's just my thought process. How y'all feeling? Mm, I I do think the story is more compelling. It, it's definitely not a filler season like season of the plunder. 
and it so far to me as someone who isn't getting to play consistently doesn't feel as grind heavy as season of the haunted unless you want to grind for the weapons and stuff right it doesn't feel like as much of a necessity to grind for the stuff um so how you feeling Chris, finish what you were gonna say. Oh, I mean, cut you off. I'm sorry. Okay, I, I was just gonna say, like, I'm I'm enjoying the story thus far. I do have quite a few um, issues with. It seems like they've twisted some of the details of their own lore. But what do you mean? Just talking about Felwinter and the origin of Felwinter and who he was and his interactions with Rasputin. It's like I was all about when Felwinter's Lie came out and that story came out. Um, I mean, it sounds like they kept it pretty consistent with that lore piece, and even when you listen to the audio log with Osiris and um, and Rasputin, he flat out even calls him out on this bullshit of like, hey, just because you absorbed Felwinter's memories doesn't make you any less guilty for killing all the Iron Lords, and even talks, like, like, and just because you have it, like, 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 his memories doesn't make you a better person, and, like, that really stood out to me of, like, now... Rasputin is trying to be better because he's learned from his mistakes. So I think they're kind of being consistent with the lore they've had. That's just from my perspective. I mean, he he killed Felwinter repeatedly. Like, he hunted Felwinter down because he was upset that the Traveler took one of his golems. And the Siva, the Iron Lords falling to Siva was such a conniving long game plan that Rasputin pulled and I, I I would have to reread the lore book I'm pretty sure Felwinter knew that something was amiss when they went in they were going in to investigate Siva right. it's such a big betrayal like I guess he technically maybe wasn't our friend back then but <laughs> things have changed mm. times have changed now that Anna's back and he realized he has a friend someone from back then and she's trying to help him, and she's shown, hey, shit's changed. It's okay. Right. And, like, now he can evolve and be better and whatnot, and now that he sees the evil that Clovis is about, he's like, yeah, no, I, I want to be better, and I, I really enjoy that. Do I keep an eye on Rasputin? Yes. Yes, most definitely. <laughs> That's why I, the, the Anna's in charge of him, and if anything happens, Anna, it's your fault. Damn, okay. <laughs> So told, like so far in the season, how are you feeling? I love it. I like the weapons. I like the story. I like the activity. I liked last season. The story was eh, but I like the activities. This season's probably up there. I actually enjoy the master mode because it says you do can do it with six people, but I've done it with three, and it was actually fun with three. Right. Um, and then so Operation yeah. Sarah Shield is fantastic. Revision Zero, fantastic. I just want to say to all the people on Twitter and all all the all the people who are like, this is one of the best missions Bungie's ever made. Hey, hey, hey! You do realize they they reuse a bunch of assets, right? <laughs> like, like you know that thing that you you were complaining about all during the beginning of the season. They reuse a lot of assets, right? And to the people who did complain about them reusing assets, hey, hey, you know it makes sense because it's a Clovis Bray satellite. And that it, it makes sense that it would be themed after, after like Clovis Bray Tech, right? Okay, cool. So y'all need to stop complaining about every little thing and just enjoy the content. Okay, thanks. 
that's my little snide remark for both sides of that argument because I think that both sides are stupid. <laughs> so there's that nonsense. Okay, so let's go ahead and dive into the, the news and the nitty-gritty of everything. So the first thing that kind of like plagued everybody this week was once again the API, like the um the multi-network system of the game has like uh, sh- as, as, as being shut down, which means no access to like the Destiny Companion app, no access to uh, Destiny Item Manager, any of those third-party websites that have access to the API. You can't use, we can't use D2 Foundry, and none of that stuff. And to all the people who are so upset about not being able to use these third-party applications, you for, you like you first world like 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 really childish little people need to st- like take a step back and realize we're lucky to even have those. Quite literally, Bungie could not give access to the API to anybody, and we would literally have to create like digital archives by hand if we wanted to like make things like dim and whatnot or like like GG. You would not be able to do anything if Bungie did not didn't allow it. And even then, who cares? Because we come to find out DMG on one of his last days at Bungie made a giant tweet today talking about why the API was down. And it's because of the new gun revision zero. It's having conflictions with the API that's causing a lot of people to have error codes. So but DMG goes, here's our options. Either we shut down the gun so no one can access it. We, we turn off the API for the week while we try to fix some of it, or we just keep letting you fuckers get error coded. And I'm like, all right, that's fine. And everyone's like, but we want to use dim. We want to use dim. You do, you, do, you do realize you can just go to the helm of the tower and grab your guns like we used to do, right? Like, the helm is actually faster. The helm is actually, yeah, faster. And also, do you, you do realize there's like a segment of the community that doesn't even know what dim or light GG is? Like, I didn't know <laughs> about that until I think July of this year. Right, like there's so many people who have no idea what these applications are that just go to the tower and go to the helm and get their stuff and go play or the game. The De- I use the Destiny Two app a lot, which that's even shut, that's shut down right now. But so like they legitimately had no resource to do, and they just played the game. So how about you guys just play the game for a week and be fine? Like, I mean, it's it, it comes uh, down to I don't mind having the API off. Yes, it's annoying, but I'd rather not get error coded because while I was trying to run the Operation Stair Shield Legend Wallace, and I kept getting error coded and dying, so I have to restart, and it was so annoying to the point where I just said, eh, "I'm done." I'll do it later. And I did. You're like, I want this, but not that and much. so... Right. I want this, but not the cost of my sanity. So, at the same point, I, as w- much as I'm like, oh, Dim is down, that's such a pain in the ass. Cool, I'd rather have Dim down than get error coded every other minute. Right. So, I it's definitely a feel like... a relationship, and we take so much that yeah. let's give a little. Let them honestly. fix their issues, honestly. Please. <laughs> like, also, to all you people complaining about a season of the Seraph, 
week one and then praising it two weeks later. Shut the fuck up, please. Honestly, Kindly. like, 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 like I kind of like, touched on it. Uh, to me at this point do not matter that much. Yeah. I'll still listen to them. Don't get me wrong. I will validate and listen to your opinions. But if you sat there and whined and complained that, oh, this season sucks, da 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 da, there's no seasonal, seasonal exotic armors. Okay, and we have enough exotic armors. I don't need anything new. I don't, I don't need to put anything I, else new in the game. I love how I about to come out. I love how I made a joke about this like before we even started and told us is like just going on a whole ass rant about it. Yes. <laughs> but no, like he makes a because point. Because I like, fucking straight- care. Uh, this is something that's just been I'm just tired. I'm tired of it. I we, was actually we, in the 20th season. I we, like the bro, 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 you good? You good? Like it's like 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 you're like you're allowed to be upset. Like you're allowed to be tired. Like we've been bitching for weeks about this. Like I like the seasonal content. I like going into the Seraph vaults. Right. I like, like you know, it's, it's, it's fun. fun. Like we, we've been saying that for weeks now. Like it's fun. On and top of it, that, to anybody that says there's nothing to do in destiny. How many seals do you have? So we already, we already made that like, like last episode. I don't care. I'm doing it again. <laughs> how many seals well, do you have? But no, like, he, like, 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 do you have anyone broken seal? I don't know. If anybody do you have gumshoe? Do you have Descendant? Do you have we'll, the one we'll, from we'll Beyond Light? Unbro- we'll, we'll, we'll tell Unbroken doesn't exist anymore. It's glorious. Glorious, sorry. But no, but like, like he makes a point. Like, he, like, like, like people have been complaining for so long. We made it. We made, we made the joke last, like last episode. But no, like th- people who who didn't give this season a chance are like over here just going, "Oh, we like this stuff. We like the new mission and yada yada." It's like y'all are hypocritical as hell. Y'all didn't want to give Bungie two minutes, like, like like a minute to cut, roll out the content. And Bungie flat out said, Blackburn came out and said, this is going to be the seasonal model for the next, like, two, three seasons until we can make innovation. We hear your complaints. We think, like, you know, honestly, they shouldn't, they shouldn't have heard your complaints because y'all are complaining about nothing. And, like, they still heard it, and they're going to make some changes. But at the same time, they're still rolling out content faster than anybody else ever. So, like, y'all, y'all need to shut up and the end of the gameplay. That's, I'm like, yeah. Um, from there, the other hot button topic that kind of like just took over the like the airwaves the past like week and a half was the fact of somebody data mined some of the con like the, the recent content and found well, a they kind of just caught that they found the description. Stuff. What they found stuff, yes, yes, they found stuff, like, yes, yes, anyway. They found they they pretty much just like copied and pasted the description of the deluxe edition, which I thought was hilarious. And then the actual thing they did find was a possible subscription service that might roll out in the future in regards to Destiny the game. Because not only does the deluxe edition have this cool thing where Rahul's secret stash is coming, where you get four exotic accessories and a premium materials pack delivered uh, like every season. Like where it's like bright dust and a bunch of like upgrade materials and shit like that to help you get you started every season. If you get the deluxe edition, which I thought was pretty cool. But then with the possible subscription service coming, it lets you try out the first missions and like of uh Lightfall, Witch Queen, Beyond Light, and Shadow Keep for free. And it lets you just go to the destinations for free. 
So it's a way to get you engaged in the content a little bit. That way you want to buy the, 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 the expansions. And it started to raise the question of what if we did switch to a subscription-based model instead of sort of like a like a yearly expansion type thing. And I mean, we kind of already are in like a subscription-based thing. Like, especially if you're somebody who just buys the deluxe edition, you're kind of already fitting into the subscription model. You're paying for like a yearly subscription in a way because when you buy the deluxe edition you get every season all the way up to the the next expansion so i think we're kind of already in the precipice of it and now we're sort of leaning into the idea that more might happen soon and things might be coming about which is pretty dope so i think there the evolution of that is coming where you might see like hey pay 10 15 bucks get all the expansions previously and then get like extra rewards and extra exotics and shit like that. And I think that'd be pretty dope. That's just me. I think it'd be a, another way to incentivize people to keep playing the game rather than having to buy a season every like three months. Because fr- frankly, I don't see the point of buying a season 10 buck by 10 buck. But granted, not everyone has like 80 to 100 bucks to blow every few months, like every, like, every year. So I get why they do buy $10 or $10. But for me, it makes it makes it easier just to save up for the deluxe edition, and rather than paying ten bucks out of pocket and like picking and choosing what season, because you never know what gun might be meta, you never know what exotic might be meta. So you picking and choosing seasons doesn't really seem adequate to me. But I don't know. I don't, uh, Toll, how you feeling? I mean, I don't know. It's I, I eh. Honestly, if they do a season, it should just go to the Fortnite crew model, whatever it's called. You want to elaborate? <laughs> Can you elaborate on that? As somebody who doesn't play Fortnite, like, 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 right? Like, 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 expand how that would, how, how, how that will work with Destiny in your, in your like scenario. Well, I'm, I'm still, I don't really know what Fortnite. The Fortnite monthly subscription is because I'm like so the, I, so the Fortnite crew then gives you like one skin like 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 a, like, a, like, a, like they'll occasionally it'll give you like a bat bling and a pickaxe and a rat a wrap and then it'll give you like like a thousand currency in game per month for eleven bucks. I mean, we could move to that kind of model and like the, like the, the, the for every month that you stay subscribed, there's like. Like like uh pickaxes that evolve and shit like there are like back blings that evolve and shit. So like you dig it, you not digging it, how you feeling? I could honestly care less. A minute ago you used a chat box night and I now <laughs> works. Cause it's like, oh cool, we could get you could do all that and it's just like then you end your subscription and you don't have the content. Like you pay like 15 bucks a month to play content and then it's like two months that's $30. Yes, that's cheaper in terms of like getting all the DLC or you could just buy the DLC piecemeal. Like you don't need Shadowkeep right away. Right. Like you need to get Beyond Light which you don't even need Witch Queen some, I, th- I think after Lightfall. Like you need to get the stuff that gives you the subclasses, which right, yeah, there's not like a subclass there for you to get. 
Yes, it's mm-hmm. relevant right now to the story, but like Lightfall and Beyond Light, I think are m- more prevalent because they give you subclasses. And I will always tell people that that definitely buy doesn't something make a lot of that sense. gives you subclasses. Buy stuff that gives you stuff. Then buy the seasonal content stuff because that's actually kind of that's actually worth it because you get a lot more out of that than say the the regular. DLC expansion. Yes, you get a bunch of stuff from that, but with the DLC, with the seasonal stuff, you get seasonal activity, and you get all the guns to craft. Especially this season, with having the seventh set, like keyless weapons and the seasonal weapons. There's so much to craft, and I'm worried I'm not going to be able to craft it all. That's the other thing that I'm worried. That's the other thing that I'm worried about, though, is with this seasonal model we have right now, especially with Season of the Lost and this season. I really feel like Bungie needs to move away from the seasonal content rotating out post an expansion. Because not only are, are people missing out on different lore things, because they're they're vaulting seasons, but there's guns that are just not able to be got. Like, thankfully, recently, they threw the season of the Spicer guns into uh, Dares of Eternity. But, like... Uh, unless you, but prior to that, unless Zer brought you like a season of Splicer, or season of the Lost Weapon, a lot of people didn't have those. There's a lot of people who want like Volpeculas and stuff like that, or Grid Skippers, who just never have a chance to get those now because, excuse me, they they just weren't a bit, like the seasons are gone. Like season of the Lost got kind of gypped compared to uh, Splicer and Hunt and, and uh chosen because they didn't have that long to grind and now with this season this season debatably has some of the best weapons ever in terms of the game's landscape with like uh, disparity and the new the new glaive and things of that nature and yet here in a minute they're going to be gone like unless they make it so you can craft them post they're like gone people are just losing out on those opportunities so Maybe it might have something to do with legacy focusing in the future, but like it kind of sucks. That's just my opinion. So, may, like, maybe what I said previously about like season keys could be something to throw into the into the model, which like into there the subscription model. Like that's what the subscription services access like, to all the, the subscription. Yeah, yeah, like subscription. The subscription should be you get access to every season from season. Uh, like, like, like from, from Forsaken Forward, every season from Forsaken Forward, you should be able to access per the subscription service. I would say that would get um, people in. Shout out, keep forward. No, I say Forsaken Forward because if you, if you do, if you don't do things like Black Armory and things of that nature, people would be upset. So I think if, if you, the do reason Forsaken, I'm saying no, no Black Army is because they said they'll bring those weapons back eventually. I mean, they so. said they would, they would bring Dawn weapons back too, but like Dawn, Dawn would come after Shadow Keep, so like. I'm so saying they must this, say from Beyond Light. I, I'm just saying do from Forsaken for because there's a lot of seasonal content there that is worth people's time. You can bring back the Menagerie. You can bring back like hell, you can have a resurgence of Gambit. Like you could do a lot of stuff with that instead of just going, hey, let's not talk about it. Like you could really de- delve deep into that. Hell, there was a lot of just like seasonal, like um public events that were still kind of fun so people would be able to do that content if they chose to do that content like the the freaking time uh vault thing 
like like the sundial, you had the menagerie, you had um the different like taken uh like like gambit mini missions on uh Titans and the moon and stuff like that. Like that would be something the community really engaged is be able to revisit that old content. Chris, how I you feeling? You quiet? Heard about the potential for? Can you hear me? Chris did. Hello. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I I started talking. Yeah, you're here. I was dead, and I was like, "Oh no, <laughs> it's happening again." Um, when I heard about their them <laughs> possibly talking about introducing a payment, like a a seasonal model subscription model. Sorry, that's what I'm looking for. A subscription model on top of potentially everything we already pay for. It made me think of like ESO because you like you have to pay for the DLCs and then you get perks for paying doing their live model subscription but they put chokeholds on other things if you don't pay into it and it just got to be really expensive really fast for multiple people to play into it and I could sit here and be like I'm not going to do it if they make me pay even more money on top of what I already pay but this is the only game that I play so I'll most likely pay into it I just I've seen a lot of places talk about how Bungie is already one of the most monetized companies when it comes to their games. And they would have to do something spectacular with a subscription-based service for me to actually endorse it. Um, Especially as someone who I save up, like, I save up for a good chunk of the year to get my deluxe edition with all my season passes because I know the money's not always there month to month. So... Being able to buy it right. in a lump sum for me works better than having a subscription service every month, potentially on top of that deluxe edition. Um, I also will stay on this soapbox that I think Destiny would work a lot better if they adopted a model similar to Warframe um, and take some pages out of their books as far as, you know, their market system and their premium currency system and like the ability to actually earn things and put in the time or if you don't want to shell out the money and get the things that you want which you could technically kind of do with silver or or, uh, but i also don't feel like you have access to as much things to buy with silver whereas warframe you can find almost anything in the in the store in the marketplace and they've even they even started making items inspired and created by people in the community that you can buy, which I think would also be an, an interesting wow thing to to incorporate into the game just to show pr- appreciation for the community. Um, yeah, I'm not I'm not really on board with a subscription service. I would have to see what it looks like and what it includes. If you decide to do like what ESO does and put a chokehold on like vault space or something. Nah, I'm not about it. <laughs> Cause ESO would like very, very strictly limit how much you could hold in your inventory. But if you wanted like unlimited space, or I think it's like exponentially more space, you had to pay for the subscription service. I mean, no cap. If if a subscription said I go from six six hundred spots to to a thousand spots, I would I would totally be down with that. 
I would totally be down with that. Right to be, that's, if it was like that's 15, just me. ESO is like ten to fifteen dollars a month for three people living in the house playing the game. Like it racks up fast. And if they were to slap it on top yeah, that's of fair. Okay. season passes and okay. the the yearly um, DLCs, like that's just an extra. Like, I mean, if it was ten dollars, it's an extra hundred and twenty dollars a year expense. So right, <laughs> okay, that makes sense. And it's so, like you could take that hundred twenty and just spend it on. Like I get it's like peace. And I'm and I'm somebody that like around this time of year yeah. I, I usually do use some of my Christmas money and buy silver because I want ornaments or you know, I I do the I buy the deluxe editions every year or you know, I'm buying stuff for the bungee store. I and I put money into this game in this in this universe like as a passion of mine. So it's not that I'm just like being cheap as someone like I live someone that lives you know, sometimes paycheck to paycheck as it is, I'm used to making my one once a year, like, big investment in this game because I, you know, before I got this job, I did play every single day pretty much, and now I play when I can. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. So, de- definitely some, some division here. I, I like what everyone had to say, honestly, because, like, there are some pros, there are some cons to the subscription model, but I think the consensus is we have to kind of see what's up. So definitely Bungie hasn't said it. And let me preface this with we should have prefaced we pre- we did, but I want to say it again. <laughs> this is from a data miner. This is nothing from Bungie. You kill Speaking me, how like you forget what I say and then you go, oh yeah, also, you, you fucking that, kill me, bro. But now but that they've been of getting bamboozled, down, like, and they data miners have found it, I'm curious to see if they walk back whatever plans they may have had, or because it's if it does come out, it's supposed to be tied to Lightfall. I read I read the articles when it came out. Yeah, and they would have to announce that. Within the yeah, next two months, because they haven't said months. anything about it. So, right, and I feel like that's something that would have come out during the showcase, right? Or be said so, sooner rather than later, mm-hmm. because that's a big thing. Like us and other content creators, yes, we will probably. I'm a fucking slut for this game. I know I'm selling out the money it, no matter what. But it's like the average. I'm gonna say exactly. yeah, like unless it's like a hundred bucks, you'll probably see me buy it. I'm not gonna lie. Like, exactly my point. And right now, I'm <laughs> I'm specifically targeting just the casual, common consumers and or other diehard people that just don't have the money to shell out, uh, except for like DLCs and other stuff. And it's like Bungie. I don't think this is the play. I really don't. I think there's I... some other way that you can do this without having. A subscription model. I think, like, and this is this is a perfect scenario. Like, this is this is a, this is a pitch perfect scenario of how this is the only way this could possibly go right. Unless you legitimately do what we just said about it being like you can access other seasons, you can access older guns, and have these weapons be accessible. You can access old content. People are not going to get on board with a subscription based model if you just say. Hey, pay 10, 20 bucks for all the all the expansions, it's not gonna work. You need to say pay 10, 20 bucks for all the expansions, all the old seasons. 
If you say they that, from... everybody will will jump on board. I, I legitimately like if you say from when you started doing your seasonal model from Forsaken all the way till now, or Shadowkeep, or Beyond Light, whatever. I would prefer you do from Forsaken forward, but if it has to be from like from Beyond Light forward, that's fine because at least from Beyond Light forward, your story would be cohesive. But I, it would make more sense to do from like Forsaken forward in terms of the entire landscape of the game. The reason because, I'm saying like not from then is because a lot of guns from back then, because I know you're gonna want the people are gonna want the guns, are all sunset. And you can't use those in other contexts. Right. What I'm saying is if we go from Forsaken forward, you have a lot of story beats that are really relevant to now. So in very like especially Shadow Key. Like, 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 I don't there's know, because a... like story beats are cool. I have but a different point when you guys finish. <laughs> weapons. So okay. So like I, I legitimately feel like at the very least it needs to be from Beyond Light Forward. If you yes. do from like, like I would I would prefer you go from like from from Forsaken forward, but at the very least beyond light forward, you need to give us hunt, chosen, splicer, lost, all of it. Like every every seasonal piece of content risen, available, haunted, risen, all under seraph. Like everything available to be accessed is even if it's from a node or from the main menu when you first log in to go to that old content from the legends tab. Make the Legends tab be expansive. Like, ma- we already make the have Legends tab have legend content. Battle- we have the battlegrounds from those season seasons the in the chosen. Vanguard. And you can just bring back, I don't know if you could bring back, uh, the reason I think Hunt will be a little hard is because the Tangled Shore is gone. Right, but you could still do those as like, as just missions because true you, you have like have it be just mission based so it's possible true. so that's why i'm saying if you roll out a subscription based model and go hard in the paint with it and make it mission based people will buy it i'm telling you people will buy it uh this is my um, point of Chris, what were you to your idea panda is if you tell me to spend this money to get access like spend the money get access to the old content no why? Because I already paid for it. I'm not. I don't want to pay for the same fucking content I've already paid for again. True. Especially when I was live playing when it was out, and I've done a lot of the stuff. I don't want to shell out the extra money because you know, if they did that, they would probably lock some other exclusive, brand new thing with it. And uh, no, don't fucking resell me content I've already bought that you took. Like, I'm not for that. <laughs> Okay, well, then, like, then it, I, I, I think that my, my thought process then is, especially for newer players, make it be like discounted for older players and new player. And like, well, that would be that would be unfair. Well, and he what actually, no matter of fact, here's my here is my counter to your contention. Look what happened with um, Destiny Year One during Operation New Light. Where they said, hey, yo, vanilla, Curse of Osiris, Warmind, all free. Let's get the play. Let's get new players in here and have it all be free. And then you have to buy Forsaken and then you have to buy Shadowkeep. And during that time period, that was one of the biggest times of growth for the game. That's unrefutable. That's literally what happened. So 
I, that's my counter is that because during that time period, there was a lot of people bitching and moaning about, oh, like, I was one of them. oh, we paid for vanilla and Curse of Osiris and Warmon. Are you fucking kidding me? I've already paid for this content and now you're just giving it out for free? Like, I could have just waited. Especially with as bad as the fucking content was. Like, I was absolutely one of those people that was pissed the fuck off that they just suddenly gave all these things for free. It's great that it grew the community. Like, I hats off for that. But as someone who pays full price, but it should it have given, out, they should have given players thing that comes out, like, then seeing things go free, it always irritates me. Always. Okay, well then, I, I don't... I, that, that they was should my... have given players comp... Older players compensation. Right. I feel like they would have did what they did with Forsaken, where they gave you, like, exotic ciphers that you could sit no, in your... In I'm... The... I think they, they should have just given they people won't, silver. They won't, because it has monetary value. Straight up, give they everybody won't, they won't give you silver. 5,000 silver. They wouldn't give you silver, but what they did with Forsaken was they were like, hey, here's like five free exotics. Everything from here is free. You get a bunch of ciphers to go basically just buy all the Forsaken content from, from the kiosk, except for the raid weapon. <laughs> like, that was pretty cool. Like, so I feel like if they would have did that with the year content, with the year one content, I mean, yeah, I, I'm still sitting on, like, two of them because I need to get Terraba. So, yeah, I feel you on that. But, like, I'm just saying, it, like, what they tried to do with Forsaken could have been mimicked for the year one content as compensation. They would never give you silver, but they would they, they, need, they needed to give you something. Yeah, they, they won't give you silver because it has actual so, monetary value that's attached to it. The, they could do Bright Dust because then it would right. They could have, yeah, because they, yeah, they, they've done bright dust like Everyone's giveaways before. Mostly cosmetics, which are a lot of the like that's a big thing that people go for, is the cosmetic aspect of it because we don't have you know full customization like a lot of games do. Right, and like also the other reason why I, I'm kind of selfish and I, and want the old season content back is there's a lot of people that didn't get to play that season content like me. So like right. hell. If they bring back the seasonal content, they have a reason to bring back those old ornaments from those seasons. Because there's a lot of people with FOMO right now or like who have lost out of that content who see those old ornaments and are like, hey, I want that. Well, you can't. Why? Because like it's not it's not obtainable. Well, like and it's frustrating, especially with the transmog system, where if you're a new player, you have nothing yeah, to, to get transmog for. It's just nothing's there. What I'm saying is, like, there's no way to go back and get that old content armor. There's no way to go back and get that. So rather than having to, like, like in a way, kind of gatekeep it, you give them the ability to pay for it and go get that content via the subscription service. So I'm like, I'm trying to find a way, like, like a way to, to get bungee money and get my season of the dawn shit. Is what I'm trying to say here. Like, I'm, I'm trying to, like, this is not the first yeah, time we've talked I, I about this. I thought it was selfish. Ornaments. I was funny. <laughs> Yeah, like, like we we like I brought up the idea of seasonal keys before. Like it's a good pitch. So like if they brought out a subscription service, it would be a way to revisit that old content. Like that but then, is that I I'm saying. I, I, think, for again. I think I will yeah. be always on that team. Yeah, but... if you cater to the newer populace that especially the people that were here when things came out and paid full price, like there has to be some give and take. Like longtime players shouldn't have to pay Again, for things we already had and also things we were here for. Because then you're just catering right. to the 
you know, players okay. that weren't here, the new player base trying to grow the community, great. But you've had these loyal players that have been here forever. And it, it I don't want to say it, it lessens the value of things, but I don't know. I, I don't want to pay for content again twice. I mean, I hear you. You make a valid point. I'm just like, I'm, I'm just being selfish oh, I, at the, I, at the I end know, of the day. Like, I'm trying to find a way to get my shit. That, 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 that's just what it is. it goes back to the Saint-14 fucking ornaments. <laughs> like, I know. Because I want my Dawn ornaments. Like, I literally came in as that season ended, and I didn't get a chance to get it. So it's like, I want that shit. It, it's a pain in the ass. So it's like, it, I'm trying to find a way to make it be agreeable for both newer players and old players. Because, hell, they could easily be like, hey, subscription service, here's all the old raids. But, like, if you're a returning vet, like, if we're able to look at your, like, your triumphs and see that you played Leviathan, you get a discount or something. Or, like, something in that regard. Like, like find a way to make it work. Like, that's, all, that's all I'm saying. But it's cool. Um, now... It's time for Panda to bitch. This now this is what this this is the segment whole cause. <laughs> okay, so so before you start, <laughs> this is what Patol calls what grinds Panda's gears. The section on the Cosmodrome Radio podcast, where Panda talks about what grinded his gears this week in Destiny Two. Oh. This week, Panda's going to talk about. Like, like honestly, I need the guy who did like the intro for silly songs with Larry from Veggie Tales to do that. Like, like, like legitimately, like, like, like the way you just pitched that sounded like it was silly songs with Larry. Like, like and now it's time for silly songs with Larry, the part of the show when Larry comes out and sings a silly song. Like, I, I, I literally what you literally what it is. Like, that's what the section is. That's what this section is. It's just you bitching about something. We don't know what, but. So like red, this is your cue to like like clip like fifty different things that I'm about to go off about. Because like, like 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 because Pris like, uh, red did clip oh, your, no. uh, your, your your rant from the, the, the last episode, but it's fine. Legit <laughs> red clip everything you find. Clip stuff you find funny. Yes. And okay. I will post it all. So let's let's rewind to the week of uh, of December sixteenth. Bungie finds out that there is a glitch going on with the first week of trials of Osiris for the season, where if you go flawless, they like it makes it so you can buy a new card and it's automatically at seven wins and flawless. So you can continually keep buying adept weapons over and over again if you have enough legendary shards. So what, what kept happening was people would go flawless and then just keep spending their shards to buy more of the new hand cannon until they got the god roll. So Bungie's solution, whether it has any effect on the gameplay or what, which I have no idea why they did this, they deactivated the Flawless Pool. And for those who don't know what the Flawless Pool is, it is something that Bungie implemented a few seasons ago where once you go Flawless... And once Sunday rolls around, because Trials of Osiris starts on Friday, once Sunday a reset hits, you go into a different pool of players if you continue if you continue to play Trials of Osiris, where you only match make with people who have already gone flawless, which gives people who haven't gone flawless a chance to get there, essentially. So Bungie deactivated this mode for the entire weekend, 
making it so you didn't know who had gone flawless or like unless you looked on trials report and you had people just going in nonstop, just getting this gut like, like like getting going flawless over and over and over again and essentially just kind of gatekeeping other people from going flawless because there would be people who want to win one win reset where they will win one round win one game and then reset their card and keep doing it to stop people from going anywhere on their card or people who would get to six wins win a game and reset their card to carry people which is what's been going on for a while now but the way people were doing it it was sort of gatekeeping the lighthouse in a way <clears throat> and the the term that I, I believe true vanguard said it best the, the past week this entire system felt like the rich getting richer by them disabling the flawless pool you saw all of these hardcore players that sweat their asses off in trials of osiris with like 2.0 kd high 1.0 kds blocking people from going flawless and just if you have a legendary shards getting as many hand cannons as you want which doesn't make any sense so you saw just blatant people just not getting the hand cannon and it sucked thankfully i was able to go flawless like the last day of 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 the week but it was just so frustrating watching this occur and then after all, and you're like, and as like this was going on, you saw people in Bungie's replies going, "Now you just needed to get rid of the flawless pool and yada yada." And it's like, no, because the flawless pool actually helps people attain going flawless. Just because people abuse the system with one win resetting or six win resetting, does or just waiting until Sunday to go flawless, doesn't mean the system is bad. It's a, it was a great idea to help the community in a way. The only way we, th- that would fix the problem of the flawless pool is to eliminate it and then introduce skill-based matchmaking because that would solve everything. Case in point, we get to last weekend of the 23rd. I'm at like a, a comfy 0.8 right now in trials. Tell me why me toll and somebody else and then me and two of our other clan mates over the course of last weekend were matching up with people with 2.0 kds and over 300 flawlesses when some of us like toll who have only gone flawless like one time and me only like 20 or so times are matching up with these people that should not be happening in any video game ever in any competitive video game there should not be that much of a skill gap. But for some reason, last weekend, whatever Bungie did to the code when they re-implemented the Flawless Pool, it was happening the entire weekend, even when the Flawless Pool activated. And it was insanity. I legitimately gave up at one point because there were so many people either getting carries by these 2.0 players or just legions of these high KD players just stomping people into the dirt. And like normally, if I get a decent team to back me up, I go flawless pretty easily. And yeah, I, I get something when you're finished with your sentence that goes yes. with this. And, so, but, oh, sorry. But but like the, when it came to this like this past weekend, you could not accomplish anything. It, it was constant to zero to five rounds constantly because 
the KD gap was so severe. In a world where skill-based matchmaking would exist, you would never see that high of a skill gap. Toll, what were you going to say? So when we were playing, I think we ran into, like, we played, I think, 10 matches of Trials. Uh-huh. I think we had three of them with cheaters. And two with people using Zims. Yeah. That was that 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 was all my observation. I wanted to add in. Yeah, with... well, we were also noticing a lot of people start, are starting to use Zims on Xbox, to, which we've already talked about why that's bad. There's people using go back Zims. to a few episodes when it was just Panda and I hanging out. We talked about it. I learned about yeah. Zims that day. Yeah. Fun time. <laughs> Fun time. Um, and like we're, we're in, but then Bungie's actually been working really hard to stop cheaters, but there's people using VPNs now to hide and mask their stuff. And there's clips floating around of like fully Speaking automatic sniper rifles and fully Speaking automatic clips, cannonballs. This is, this is funny. The Rainbow Six Siege official Twitter account posted a video, like a gameplay video, and that person was using a Cronus Zim or Cronus slash Zim. Two different devices, Toll. I know. I, I, it's hard to remember. But they posted a video of someone using something that with that, and people called them out on it. And I think that's yeah. funny that they can't tell. Yeah, they can't. It, it's it, that's how good the technology is getting these days. But like, there's clips now of just cheaters go running amok right now in trials as well. On top of the issues of matchmaking, so. I, th- this is where I'm kind of like at a hard line when it comes to Bungie's system right now. Hopefully it gets better in, in, when Lightfall hits because they said they've mentioned they're bringing skill-based matchmaking in, but if we eliminate the flawless pool, there is no... that I, I want to hear no complaints from anybody in the community if skill-based matchmaking rolls out. Because red there should that. be... Yeah, red clip that. Like, straight up. Like, I, I, I want no one to say anything if Bungie eliminates the flawless pool like you guys want because... People think the flawless pool is the worst thing Bungie ever invented, even though Bungie incentivized the hardcore players to play the flawless pool. They're like, hey, if you want to sweat your balls off and get your flawless done, you can farm wins in the flawless pool and like get more guns because every win has a chance to drop an adept gun. And like you don't have to spend 250 shards with cards with off a glitch. You can just play and do that but they're like well we don't want to play against hardcore players aren't you trying to stop people from going flawless already by public by stomping low level players like you hypocritical pieces of crap like it makes no sense your argument has no standing and then people want to say things about skill-based matchmaking when it comes to the fact of like network connection let me tell y'all a little secret there is no difference between a crappy player with a McDonald's Wi-Fi connection and a skilled player with a crappy McDonald's Wi-Fi connection. Just because Bungie servers prioritize the bad connection with the skill-based matchmaking for some reason doesn't mean it's the skill-based matchmaking's problem. It's the problem with Bungie's servers not having dedicated servers. That's the problem. Stop blaming skill-based matchmaking for that. It's not skill-based matchmaking's fault. 
Because whenever I hear somebody say, oh, it's the network connections, pro- like, 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 that's my biggest problem with skill-based matchmaking, I, I immediately tune out. I'm like, no, shut up. Because there is no reason, like, there's, there's no difference between a six-year-old with, 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 with crappy Wi-Fi and an esports player with crappy Wi-Fi. There's, like, there's no difference. They both have crappy Wi-Fi. So, like, what are you going to do? Like, j- just because... You're, you have like like just because you have the same skill level as the guy who lives out in the mountains doesn't mean the connection is the problem. It means Bungie needs to fix their servers to, that way both of y'all can play. Like or maybe is that bad? So it's just it's frustrating when I hear that like straw man argument of the reason why we don't like skill based matchmaking is because of connection issues. No, no, it's because you don't want to fight people on your skill level and you don't want low-level players to fight people on their skill level. Because I used the perfect analogy the other day. If a high school team goes flawless in a sport, is that not an achievement? If a college team goes flawless in their division, sport, whatever, is that not an accomplishment? If the NFL goes flawless the whole season, like if the Cleveland Browns, God forbid, my freaking Browns, Jesus Christ, um, if they would ever go flawless in the NFL, well, like that would be an accomplishment. But like <laughs> that one was more foretold than anybody. But like, um, like, but, but like, my point is, it doesn't negate the fact that they work their butts off to go flawless. And then once they go flawless, or once they go a, f- a flawless a few times in that bracket. Then, in an ideal system, skill-based matchmaking would go, hey, your KD is improved. We're going to put you in the next skill bracket. Now we're up here. We're fighting. We're playing. We're getting better. Like, if you put someone with like a 0.3 KD in a, like in a match with someone with a 2.0 KD, how are they supposed to get good? Legit, how are that they was so- me when we were playing. <laughs> that was told this weekend. Like it was he, rough. I'm Jesus, sitting there uh, like he shot me. What do you mean he shot you? Like I'm he sitting got here sniped off of and spawn. he just sniped me. And I'm he like, got, like I'm like, rotating right behind you and I got sniped. It's like yeah. what what can I do? Like like there's no way for people to improve. And some people will say, Well, you shouldn't be playing trials. Trials is for hardcore players. That's not the answer. Because people will want the, the, the guns, people will want the armor, people will want the, the, the loot. Like that shouldn't be gate kept. It should mean they should have to play people on their skill level to earn the loot. That's what a game is supposed to be. Like, I don't really know how else to really get it through people's heads that Trials of Osiris is supposed to be a competitive mode, but not competitive to the point that people are getting grounded into the dirt. Like that's what competitive is for. Like if you want comp where you have to go like ascendant. Uh, like, like granted, like a, like comp doesn't really have any rewards right now. It should, but Bungie That's is still Bungie, testing. It. I will. Uh, I'm gonna go my quick comp rant. Say I haven't played, but the reason Bungie put it in, and I know people have said this before, is to appease PvP players. In which, yes, they did need something to play. There but at the same time, nothing. like, but you could have put something there, Bungie. Like you could, yeah. you could have scraped together an old Crucible armor set. And be like, oh. here you go. Also, or you could have just put, you could have just reskinned like five guns. Here you go. And, and the reason why, but specifically, cool, I will assets. like say anybody who thinks comp is 
That is reasonable. sunset. Now they're back. Well, Boom. what's 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 so funny about it is too is like everyone who was like bitching and moaning wanting PvP to get a focus. People are using Revoker in PvP again to the point Bungie has to nerf Revoker despite it being Sunset because Comp doesn't have a light level system. And Bungie, Trials has a light level system. It, it, like it, what? Bungie. <laughs> so it's Bungie. like when you Sunset guns, you should have just took the guns out of the game. Let's be 100% honest here. But that's just, that's not a hero there. Um, so that's the end of the rant. The, the, the moral of the story is Stop trying to like like keep Trials of Osiris to be this like super high level neckbeard thing because I even saw like I think one of the one of the one of the <laughs> writers for the like one of the one of the writers for the Verge was in Bun- like Bungie's reply saying like good get rid of the flawless pool and I'm like shut up dude like I like look- the flawless pool. Like the falls pool actually gives people a chance. It's not a perfect chance, mind you, but it's a chance to work with people now what needs to be fixed about trials of osiris especially like, like like when it comes to if we keep the flawless pool we need to stop one ring resetting you need you yes, should not be I'm able sorry. to deal with that three times yeah. in a row is not fun because for those who don't know the big reason why you see in lfgs and people who do this one win resetting is to either gatekeep people from going flawless or to boost your kd because you can farm low level players because they're starting out on their fresh card. So people will keep one win resetting to boost their KD. And so you need to make it so you can't reset until you get a loss because then, and also you can't reset because that will stop people from six win resetting as well. Does it feel restrictive? Yes, but it stops you from all this stupid stuff. And also, I'll be the one to say it. Bungie has sort of cultivated this environment where people can just keep carrying they need to people redo and carry. the trials um, they, seal. seal. They need to redo the flawless seal because they because of the one part of the seal where it says um you need to carry someone to the lighthouse. Just change that part of it. It has cultivated it. this environment where people have like lotteries on stream to go to be carried flawless or like literally half the LFGs. Is like you know, half the LFGs is like get carried to come on stream for lottery and stuff like that. Like that, that should not be a thing. Win. Pay to win. You can pay someone twenty five bucks to go flawless, or there's still recubs going on. Or like, if people trying to get their seal and will kick you, yes, they see you have flawless. Like that's because they're like there's so people legitimately times. just trying to get their seal or guild their seal because it says must carry somebody to the lighthouse. That should you look. That's the environment you have cultivated by having that. Great, you had great intentions because you wanted to cultivate like jolly cooperation, like Dark Souls. But it's led to this thing where people are legitimately just cheating or paying to go flawless. If you eliminate that and have just skill based matchmaking, everyone's on an even playing field and everyone is just going. And I bet you any amount of money. And um, a couple of different YouTubers have already made jokes about this. It, there's probably people already paying to get ascended, and once they start rolling out better rewards for comp, you're gonna see like recoves for ascendant, recoves for for comp, and it's stupid. So you need to start implementing these tactics now, Bungie. That way, they, it stops and curves the bullshit later. So 
that's the end of Panda Rants. I'm done because I'm just I'm tired of the, of the toxicity with the, the hardcore PvP players just going like get out of here. We don't want you here. Get the flawless pull out of here. No, put everyone on an even playing field and be done with it. Skill based matchmaking. Been... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. And this has been. Oh, no, I'm doing the ending segment. <laughs> So, do you, do you have any final thought? Final final thoughts? No, I'm out of breath. I'm taking a drink of my G fuel. Go for it. All right. And this has been grinding. What grinds Panda's gears? Next week, you get to hear about whatever's on the twab. Most like. Oh wait, no. I know what you get to hear about. Iron what? Banner. Bro, Iron Banner is about to be freaking <laughs> hell next week. Oh my god. Oh my god. Like, that, that's your that's your, that's your preview. Off. That's your preview, and like, 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 because I like silly songs. When Larry has a preview, the next song, like, yes. that's your preview is literally just Iron Banner is going to be hell next week. Like, you about to, like, because I, because I have to go in there and guild my seal and also farm for Ganora's axe. So, like, literally, I need to like, farm for the AR. Fuck that AR. I want the AR. I like it. Literally, it's just a, it's a, it's a crate that has freaking um, uh, like Iron Banner stickers on it. Like, I know, I, I want need it. that. I want, I want my, my crate want, with Iron Banner stickers. I want my Ganora's axe bag, bro. I'm about to be so, chicken ass. I have something I want to talk about. Well, we, Panda's, we finished, gonna get, Panda's gonna we, get mad at me. We fi- well, hold on. What are you about to talk about? The fact that you got bamboozled today. Okay, I, I, I will talk about this. Okay. Hey, I just want to say I, from no, my no. point of view, it was funny as shit. Because so, I'm reading it and I'm like, this seems odd. Where's the twab? So, no twab. Panda's talking about this and I'm like, huh? So, shout out As the Cross because As the Cross thought he was slick and put put out a video of a fake (laughs) twat. Yeah, he was pretty slick. He he made he made a fake video saying that content creators got like the the, an end of the year twab and like saying all this stuff. And granted, a good chunk of it seemed pretty legit. Like there was like some stasis changes listed. There were some changes to some exotics that that were getting changed. He he explained the new Iron Banner mode. There was all this stuff. But then there was little things that were weird. Like he said, oh, there's going to be a currency you can buy from from Eververse to lower skill-based matchmaking. There was like, oh, Twilight Garrison's going to come back. And I was like, oh, my God. Um, there was like a couple other things in there, like it got like like, like, like there was going to be ground accuracy nerfs to combat a- a- in air accuracy nerfs, and it just kept getting progressively and progressively more crazy. Like they like he even went to oh in 2025 there's going to be an Elder Scrolls Six crossover. And I'm like bro, the, like because like, at first I was super hyped. I was like yo Iron Banner changes. I'll make a meme <laughs> out of it. Okay, cool. Twilight Garrus is coming back. I'm hyped. They figured out how to do it and shut everybody up. Cool. And then he said the thing about the Elder Scrolls Six crossover, and I was like, "Wait a minute!" Sitting there listening to it more, I'm like, "This is some bullshit." Because the like the twab just wasn't there. Like I looked on fucking Bungie.net, and then at the end of the video, he goes, "Hey, if you can't find the twab, don't worry about it." I'm like, "What?" And it just it was so irritating because I because I, I, I went in the clan Discord and was like, "Oh my god, Twilight Garrison!" Oh my god, and it just I got I got bamboozled. So. Shout out to Ask Across. You you played a brother. And you then good. I see Bill. Shout out shout out to Bill, my man. 
Bill the Conqueror. Go follow him on TikTok. I see him post a video about it, and then I just put a comment saying you got Pam Puzzle too. I saw Pam losing his mind. Yeah, I was so And I've been spinning like the last twelve. The, the last twelve review. No, we didn't get a new one until next year. They said, but I'm like, oh, they said something to the content creators. I'm a little jealous. Like, we haven't got anything yet. But, like, whatever. But it's fine. So, good good on Astrocross. He pranked everyone. Because I even checked his Discord after I started to suspect it. I'm like, oh, yeah, we got, we got, I, got I got played. So, shout out to, to him. That was that was clever. Um, but as volatile as this community is, you took a big risk there, homie. I'm going to just let you know that now. Because <laughs> the rage could have just came out and drove. Because... Especially if someone thought that shit was real and went after the, the devs again, that could have led to some mess. So be careful there, bud. Um, but from there, uh, we're going to go ahead and jump into a couple listener questions. Let me hop over to that real quick. Um, we have a listener question thing for the episodes. It's pretty we awesome. We really do. So make sure you join the Discord. That way you can have your question answered on the podcast. And so, shout out to Seraph that had lore questions that got answered I, this week. And Cowboy have one too. So let's go ahead and, and like and hype this up. Um, where would you rank uh this most recent exotic mission? Okay, um, so we have Presage, there's Zero Hour, and I forget the name of Whisper Whisper? Which yep. Yeah, yeah, what was yeah. that one called? What, just Whisper. Oh, is this called Whisper? Or, uh, and then whisper we have Whisper. Yeah. So there's so, Operation Seraph Shield. Zero hour presage whisper. Um, are we? Are we? You got one through four. Living... All right, let's go- start out with everybody's number four. Uh... Well, go ahead and tell rank yours. So for my number four, I'm gonna put whisper. It's the first one. It's fun, but there's not a lot going on in there. I disagree. I, I highly disagree. There's a lot going it's, on. It, it's in more for me. You can see Bungie's progression in getting better for me, and better. Sarah and better. would be for because I've only okay. So like, yeah. Well, no. For, well, for the reason why, like, despite how much I love the like continuity, the story of Seraph, I think Seraph ranks last solely because. It's super heavily tied into the season. Like, it's really heavily tied into the season. If you yes. if you throw like 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 if you sort of like throw Presage into a vacuum, Presage could have been done during Season of the Hunt, could have been done during Chosen, could have been done during Spicer, could have been done during uh, Up Until Lost. Like, or even like just in general hell, if if Presage existed now, it could have been it could have existed just like in a pocket dimension for when uh, Osiris came back. And the only thing that it tied to was the crown of sorrow and Osiris. You could still play that through that entire seasonal like, like, like segment and it, it exists. And then zero hour and whisper, you could play those at any time, even in D one, if they, if they were back in D one and them have like more significance, but not like, like, compact lore significance um whisper and zero hour and presage more so whisper and zero hour are so expansive there's so much to do i like to go through in there versus um seraph shield where it's super contained even with the like locked doors and stuff like that it's still super contained so i very much enjoy 
Whisper and um, Zero Hour for the length of their puzzles and the complexity of them. Presage just is just the the best when it comes to lore. So for me, I think it goes. So what's Z- your, for, for your what's your so your number four yeah. is, is, is Sarah Shield. Shield. Same for Sa- you, Pris. Okay, what's your guys' number three? Oh, because I want to go like in. I was thinking we could go like three, two, one. Mine is gonna be. Um, see, I'm gonna. S- I think so too. I because th- from I, I yeah, I, I think Whisper because I love Whisper. I love the lore. I love Zol. Like, there's a lot going on there. I love the way you access it. Like, like, like it's a lot of fun. I think it goes. I, I think where it drops a little bit is there's not enough lore, and also that battle is a pain in the ass. For so, me, yeah. Number okay. three is Seraph Shield. Okay. I like it, but I need to see more. Like, I know that's like, this is it. That's what it is. And it's like, it's nice. I really enjoyed it. And having to play it for like two and a half hours straight through bugs and stuff really made me appreciate it. Okay. Um, like trying well, to go Legend Flawless. And it's it's doable. It's really doable. But like, do you get, get anything for going Legend Flawless? No. Is it part of the seal? No. I was just doing it because I was bored. See, that's something I want to talk about, but not this episode. I was episode. bored and no one was on. And well, I no, no, no. Like, I, I, I want to talk. I want to talk about like, like not this episode. Probably like in the new year. I want to talk about the culture of just trying to create your own content in this game, like low mans and stuff like that, and flawlessness. We'll talk about that in the new year a little bit. But what's your triumph two, for it? What's what? What's your uh, two total? Oh God! Can can I come back around? So uh, sure, Prince, I would what's your, like what's your to say two? the last two are like a tie for me, but if I have to number them, number two is going to be Presage. And I loved Presage. That's like, much where I'm at. Like for me, it, yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. yeah I Presage is so good. I, I think like we're the, all in agreement. Like Presage is number two. Yeah, Presence is number two, and then for me, it's going to be Zero Hour. Because zero not, Hour. Not only from a lore perspective, because you are accessing old Siva, old Siva documents and old Warmind documents, but there's Trevor, there's the, <laughs> the, there's the fact that you fight through the whole old tower. Which, Bungie, can we go back to the old tower, please, Bungie? Like, I'm begging you. But anyway, um, so, you know, I think me and Prince are just straight up on the same fucking table of just, like, Seraph Shield, Whisper, uh, Presage, and Zero Hour, and then Told Deferred a little bit. Yeah. I don't play a lot of Whisper. The thing whisper, that, so that that's sets Zero Hour apart from gotcha. me is that when you did the Legendary mode or the Heroic mode, whatever the fuck they called it back then, it was a different route. Like, you did eventually get on the same route, but you had to adapt and yes. learn a completely different thing. Which, teaching people that was just... It, it made it a little bit chaotic. And I would always tell people going in, I was like, this first run, because you're on a timer, we may not finish it. But I need to show you the route so that when we're pushing to beat the timer to get to the last boss, you actually know where to go and you're not getting lost and behind and then I'm in the boss room by myself. I also thought that the um, the puzzle that you had to do every week for the ship that was ugly as sin wasn't worth it. I think that for as much work as you had to put into it, the reward <laughs> should have been better, personally. 
Plus, it was such a, a unique puzzle that I haven't seen anything right. kind of like it since. Um, yeah, Zero Hour will always be my baby, and Presage is right up there with it because Presage was so different. Yes. It was so like, That's when they introduced play. the Egregore Spore. I was playing it like, with we my friend. We hadn't seen anything like that before. And my friend has like, the background like, sound the of the game turned off. So I was sitting there going through these tunnels and stuff, freaking out. And he was like, what? And I was like, dude, all the noises in here are spooky as shit. What do you mean? And he goes, oh, I have it turned off. And I was like, turn it back on! <laughs> <laughs> and like, honestly, the thing about it was, up until Seasons of the Haunted, like, Presage was the only thing we had of Callus since the Leviathan had left. The expansive, like, like lore documents that were in the back end of that, and honestly, it I still it was, it was that it was so wild because right. it depicted what Callus had been doing, right? And, and it's something you should I go watch Bife, go, go watch, Bife. watch the Bife videos on it because it just explains that Callus was. Doing some dark ass shit. He was doing dark ass shit, but at the same time, he was soul searching. He was trying to find his purpose. He was out there figuring stuff out, seeing what and, was going on, and trying I was, to figure out who he is. And he did. Yes, yeah. saw that at the end of season of the haunted, where that journey of Callus ended with him finding a purpose. Mm-hmm. Where he's like, "I want to be at the end of the universe, and I'm going to find a way to do it." He did. He accomplished his goal. Now we see right. the end result of that goal in Lightfall, and I'm very excited for that. Because Callus as a character, I think is one of the most well-written and interesting characters in Destiny. Like, as really? a villain, because there's so much for him, and he's so interesting, because he's trying... He's a guy... He was an emperor. He did really well for his planet. He got kicked out. He got exiled out of his planet. And then he went on the soul searching journey. He found us. Leviathan stuff happens. And then it's just well, at soul searching. And I also, really relate to that soul searching journey. Also, the, 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 the two, I will say the two sort of like failings of the aftermath of Presage for me was Callus didn't have his ship at the like during that time period. All he had was the glycan and then he got like he left the glycan and went into the darkness so like the like that was kind of cool and like the, the witness giving him his ship back was kind of cool um the biggest failing of it though was especially where in the lore books everyone started to sing savathun's song because the crown of sorrow was in the like the city i still think one of the biggest missteps of the uh, of witch queen was just having the crown be like a kiosk and not having the crown be the way Savathun got the light. Like I wanted the crown to be like the centerpiece that had her come into the the last city, wreck everything, and like suck the light out of the traveler. Like yeah, yeah we already the, did that. We right, but like the light sucked out of the traveler. But like my thing is. We, like the the the, the golf failed. I wanted Savathun to succeed, but not in the way she did. What, what, what they did was cool, but it really feels like they just sort of threw the crown of sorrow to the wayside, and we never really saw the development of everyone singing Savathun's song. Like there, like like there's there, we we still haven't gotten resolution on that. 
like literally Lakshmi too was like embedding the city into using Savathun's song and like nothing came up. So that's my one. But the song was still embedded in everybody and they were singing it post her death. That's what I'm trying to say. Like the song was still in the people. There was a rebellion occurring and then she died and then nothing happened. That's what I'm saying. Like that, it's it's a lost yes. piece. It's a lost piece. I mean, so like, not, I think it it was a missed opportunity. So, time. so yeah, that's true. I don't know. I just like it was a missed opportunity to have the crown be a friggin' kiosk. But that that that's my one criticism of Presage. But in the end, the ranking still goes. Whisper. No, 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 I whisper. Seraph Shield, whisper, presage, zero hour. The helm is in space. True. It's at the moon. And also, in regards to that, I love how we we just sort of, like, cleaned up the egregore that, like, Callus crept through the helm to put the star chart there. I love how we just, like, like, hang, the, like, the, the, the Guardian yes. cleaning service if come you through. remember a few, like, when that happened, I said, <laughs> they should just go in there and clean it with flamethrowers. You know what they did? Clean it with flamethrowers. Exactly. Flamethrowers <laughs> solve all your problems. <laughs> okay, folks. Um, don't forget Literally, our last two questions... Uh, we're, like, we're from last. We're, originally, we were gonna do a, we're gonna do a holiday episode. So the questions we had were from last week, and two of the questions were: Do you think Clovis was going to do, double cross us? And like, what happened? Clovis double crossed us. What do you know? <laughs> yes, yeah, so. Clovis does what Clovis does best. Oh wow! I ha- Chris, who could have it? foreseen this coming? <laughs> um so yeah no don't um but well, we're gonna go ahead and round up the show folks don't forget that you listen to this podcast on uh, apple podcast spotify youtube all those great places um you can follow us on twitter um the discord link is on twitter as well as in the show notes make sure that you check out the discord and join us that way your questions can get answered and you can contribute to the show and whatnot um we are playing also cool- just talk to us we actually yeah. are Probably not as much as we're we active be, in the discord we're yeah there. we're pretty awesome we like hanging out with y'all we're getting better. We're, we're getting better about it. So, um, Priz, what is your closing statement for this episode? Uh, uh, what do you think? Because this is the end. Of this up? is going to be the last podcast episode for 2022. What do you think was your biggest biggest accomplishment this past year? And what are you looking forward to in 2023? <sighs> My biggest accomplishment. <laughs> do you guys want me to go first? Oh God. Uh, my biggest accomplishment uh, is getting. They go first. Though this job has taken me from the game and stresses me out at times, is getting a job that offered me more money than I was worth going in and has basically doubled my take home pay and has put us in a slightly better financial position when we're not eating out all the time. <laughs> um, also, just. Nice. Being a part of this podcast and growing the community and making connections has been really nice because feeling lonely is something that I've struggled with. So I don't have a lot of like in-person friends because I just work and go home, especially since COVID. Um, for 2023, I'm excited to see if I can grow things more on TikTok. If I actually start Twitch streaming, it's, I want to. I want to see more growth. I don't want to let myself fall back on that. 
All right. Um, for me, I think the biggest accomplishment for me this year was a like becoming more of of an of an adult than I had been before. Like the past year and a half has been like really rough for me. Um, I had to make a lot of like like big changes and big things happening around me. Um, a couple of things did fail and fall to the wayside, but things have gotten a lot better. I I finally got my first car, but the, I, I I finally got my homeowner. So like things have gotten pretty awesome recently. Um, when it comes to the game, my biggest accomplishment definitely is just the fact that despite uh, at the beginning of the year, um, some folks tried to like take over my clan and make it like a trials clan. And I thought I, was, I wasn't an effective leader. I was able to kick all of them out and rebuild and make it a better clan. And I found these two knuckleheads and that we <laughs> finally, we finally decided to make a podcast because I love talking about this game and I love the community and the lore and how much this game means to me because it like quite literally destiny one got me through one of the darkest periods of my life. So I, it really means a lot to me and I will always come back to it. Like even though I took a break for a long time, I came back and I will always come back to this game. Um, 2023, I will, f- I, my goal is to finally complete a day one raid. And that's the big goal for 2023 for me. Um, also just getting better at, at PVP and also just I will say growing the show right and now, growing the clan. So that's where I'm that I have at. the full week of Lightfall release off. So I will have three weeks off in a row. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right, Joel. Hot. For me, I think my biggest accomplishment of like me personally is I graduated Ooh. college at the like literal start of this year. Congratulations. Hell yeah. And I think for me in the game, it was it going into the Destiny app, loading it up, clicking on this um um uh, Vow of the Disciple Wait, LFG. <laughs> uh, LFG. Is that how you found Panda? And finding Panda. And here we are. I found Panda on Liter- TikTok. And Literally, I- that's how I found Panda. Naturally. It was the funniest mm-hmm. thing. He roasted Alchemy. Shout out to Alchemy. He roasted Alchemy the whole time. It was great. It was hilarious. See, you can <laughs> I do I, I do play Val. I found Toll. <laughs> that, that's a, that's, a, that's, that's where I remember of our clan. Just, just to be funny, because uh, one member of our clan gets like mad that I don't want to play Val. You know, I'm just burnt out on Val. Because I played too much of it, and I burnt myself out on it. But I wouldn't be where I am today without you guys. And it's it's nice. It's nice to actually play. Because for a while in Destiny, I didn't. I had like one friend that played off and on. That was about it. I was a solo player. So I would just LFG and do raids. Because I like doing raids. I want raid loot. I mean, this year I've let's see. I've done my first. I've done my first GM. I gilded my Conqueror seal. I gilded got Conqueror seal. I gilded got Iron Banner seal. I've done so many different things in the game I've never been able to do before. And next year I'm taking it up a notch. I'm gonna try and finish the Ooh. Lightfall raid seal that season. I'm, I'm, the, huh? really? I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. Take it up a notch and actually like get it done first season. Have fun in that right. raid. If I actually like, <laughs> I want to put a little asterisk. If I like the raid, 
Because I don't want to play something that I don't enjoy over and over again, because that's not fun. Personally, personally, my goal is to post a TikTok every day in 2023. That's that's a lot, but all right, cool. 365 Um, TikToks. Jesus Christ. Okay. That's Um, just one a day. One a day. And it can be anything, like podcast announcement or anything. Well, good luck to you on that. Um, one, one last thing I would like to say real quick is I just want to say, despite how toxic this community can kind of come off sometimes, the Destiny community as a whole, um, I really want to like say thank you to everyone who's given us a chance. Um, I was very scared to start this. Um, we had sort of like a soft launch earlier in the year before we first launched in like I was kind of shaky on it, and, we, and then we just like fell off for a little because like life stuff, and we came back at it, and it felt more comfortable. It felt better, and even like, and we're still growing. But like the the people who have like legitimately like like we actually had like a Spotify Wrapped thing on like Spotify for podcasters, and like we have like 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 twenty dedicated subscribers like all the, to the show, and I was like like we have more people listening every week, and I'm like very thankful for the people who listen to the show if you subscribe to the show even better if you rate us great follow us on twitter excellent if you join the discord even better like we want to grow this community and like like if we're radio heads if we're drags whatever the hell like we want to be able to create merch we want to be able to create things that matter to us we got like quite literally one of the coolest commissions i've ever like like well, paid for this past year with, with, uh, with an amazing artist uh, that's up as our like banner for the for the show and it showcases all of us with our favorite helmet exotic and i love it to death because it shows that like these crazy people can get together two titans and two runners just hang out and have a good time about this game and it means the world to me because not only is it for crazy uh, people but it's also for crazy queer people and the fact that we're able to show that this game is accepting of everybody and be a platform for everybody is amazing to me so I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, thank you for anybody who listens to the show and gives us a chance because I, I love sitting at this mic at I'll three in the day morning <laughs> talking with these idiots. We legit we we legitimately were supposed to record at eleven. Priz was asleep, got up, then we were like, hey, Priz hadn't played the mission and I hadn't pl- I, I I watched the cutscenes online, but I hadn't played the mission yet. So we went and played the mission for this week, came back and recorded the whole show. And I just, I'm very thankful for these two. And I'm very thankful for Falcon, who's not here tonight. But like, just in general, I'm excited for a new year. Uh, like, and I'm, I'm excited to see what happens. So thank everyone for being here. Um, we will catch you folks next time in the new see year. You next year. Oh for episode 2020. For episode twenty three in, in twenty twenty three, dad jokes here. The, Jesus Christ, dad jokes are strong with me. I'm sorry. Lord help Bye. us, but we, we, but we will catch you, folks. Star side, peace out. Have fun on Iron Banner. Bye.